Welcome to another episode of That's So Kvetch, where we talk about dating, Torah, and everything in between. I am so excited to be using a brand new online podcast for things, so we'll still be having interviews, have no fear, and today we have my friend Svi. Me and Svi met last year on Sababa, which I don't know if I've ever mentioned on the podcast before, but it's like a big Jewish music festival and just hit it off such a great person love getting to know him and i'm excited to talk to us about dating mental health the crazy world we live in now etc so sweet tell us a little bit about yourself what you do uh where you're at how are you feeling during this time spiritually emotionally i'm feeling great um emotionally Let's be honest, who's feeling great nowadays? But um, I'm, uh, you know, I'm treading water. Um, and what I'm up to in life. So I'm 29. I am, uh, I was working as a mental health therapist before the corona hit. And so now I'm just fun employed, chilling at home, being productive. I just wrapped up a, a tie-dye session. So so we're staying busy over here. Oh, and I live in Teaneck, but I'm thinking of potentially moving back to the city. We'll, we'll see what happens. Me and Svi started off our conversation talking about the world of podcasts and how it's changed during this different, uncertain time. But I know with podcasting right now, there's kind of a lull because people aren't commuting as much. So apparently numbers can, uh, can be pretty low. But, you know, still people are listening. It's just people aren't listening as much. And I'm definitely... I'm part of that. Like, it's hard for me to get through the same podcast I used to listen. Like, also podcasting, it's like a medium. It's like a kind of like a background, uh, you know, like a multitasking kind of medium where yeah. you're driving, but you're listening. You're not watching. You're not fully engaged like, a, let's say, a TV show or or a, a game, let's say. And so, like, right now we're, we're trying, you know what I mean? We, that driving component, I think that's a really big part of it. And so we naturally talked about the next best topic in quarantine life, which is the show Tiger King. So it's pretty bonkers. I also have a lot of friends who like, if you're a nice, really nice, caring person, like it should bother you on some level what is going on, you know, what's happening to the animals, the things that are, that are, that exist in this reality. So I have a lot of like friends who started it, couldn't finish it or, or didn't even want to watch it in the first place. But to me, I'm able to like separate the craziness of it and the reality and so to me whatever it, it happens it sucks but like what is this this is crazy like i can like consider it fiction and it's the most wildest thing like i heard it's like game of thrones but with wild animals boom boom i have a i have a question Ooh. a loaded question do you think okay. that Carol killed her husband Carol baskin Carol, Carol baskin, baskin. Carol effing Baskin. 
I think I, I think for sure. I don't even think that's a loaded. That's like the coldest take ever, right? Like everyone thinks Carol. The only person who didn't, like Carol Baskin, knows more than any of us. <laughs> she knows. Only person who thinks that she didn't is probably her new husband, right? She's the only. He's the only person in the world. And even her lawyers, I'm sure they know, right? They, they just gotta make the case that it's not true. Clearly, she killed him. Yeah, I get that. Also, every time she defends herself, she like laughs like why would I even do that like as if it's the most preposterous thing but she barely puts an effort to defend that she didn't do it it's very funny super shady (sighs) shady stuff yeah damn like tv has just been my total solace during this time like it is just one of the only things I can think of that you can completely sink into and just be totally distracted from everything else going in yeah Especially like from a therapeutic perspective, like in life, we go through ups and downs and it helps to stay busy. It helps to have positive hobbies to uh, engage in, to be able to go to work, let's say, to go out to different things and kind of get your mind off things and get your location, you know, switched up and not be in the same area where you have the same, you know, kind of mind frame. And so what TV and other, let's say, media games movies, Zoom calls, etc. what that's able to do is it's even though we're not physically changing, it's transporting where we are mentally and visually that we're able to be somewhere else. So, you know, usually maybe it's not the most productive coping mechanism, but now it could be extremely powerful. So how have you seen the impact of the virus towards like mental health? I mean, it's obviously it's crazy. Like people... Like you just see it like when you scroll through your Facebook feed, which thankfully I haven't been doing recently because I'm staying off social media at this time. Uh, but yeah, you see everyone's going crazy. Even people who are mentally like great and always happy are like being depressed or being anxious, etc. cetera. And um, obviously it's normal, right? Cause we're all steeped in this extremely stressful scenario and, you know, it, in addition to being psychologically stressful, uh, like I talked about before, we're not getting much change of pace. We're not getting change of activities. And then we have increasing potentially, you know, um, financial stress um, or other types of stresses that have come up, right? We could have relatives who are sick, um, et cetera. And so it's, it's a crazy time. So, you know, mentally, it's really taxing for people. And I, like I said, I, I've made it my business now not even to go on social media but also I found uh talking to friends really helps a lot I had like a down day on Sunday and I reached out to a few friends and they were all very helpful and you know, I realized that's what friends are for um you know and um and I've also gone on like made zoom calls with friends actually you were in my first one you might have been inspiration for my first one when we talked about, I'm like, what Zoom? Is it easy? And you're like, yeah. And then boom, that night I did a Zoom call and now I I did maybe three or four. Now I'm I'm, I'm doing them every week with friends. Yeah. So it's a nice way to kind of just, yeah, get together with friends and talk and kind of catch up with old friends. It's it's really great. Um, and there's, yeah, there's so many other, you know, I'm staying super like productive, which is good. Like, trust me, not super duper, but super for this scenario, um, and yeah. getting a lot done. And um, so that also helps a lot to stay busy and do something productive that you can feel good about if you can. But if not, also to take it easy on yourself and not 
put so much pressure on ourselves at a super crazy stressful time like this. Yeah, it's like the the maintaining the balance of doing things and being productive, but also like allowing ourselves to just have like more more than our regular life, have time to just like sit around and relax and not stress out. And then we talked about dating during this time, which is a time and a half. I myself haven't really been like dating super creatively during this time, but I did join the speed dating on Sunday that Corona Crush had. And it was better than I would have expected. Like I was kind of going into it like, oh, what's this going to be like? But, you know, I spoke to some people and it was pretty similar to what it would be like if I was like at a bar just meeting these people in real life. Um, but that being said, I was speculating with a friend and I wonder if I was say with my ex meeting him during this pandemic over zoom, would we have connected enough for us to have dated or does meeting online take away from the organic quality of meeting in person? Like I wonder, yes, maybe like if you like someone you would connect, but also, um, I feel like it's hard to connect during a pandemic because there's less to talk about that's kind of what I've been wondering like what everyone's I guess you talk about like your life before this all hit and everything that you used to do and I don't know I'm I don't know yeah I I see that perspective I also see the other perspective that it's kind of like a crazy pent-up emotional time right now and so we have a built-in icebreaker like, oh, hey, how's it going? Oh, how are you dealing with the apocalypse? Oh, I'm just, uh, you know, I'm just staying home, chilling, uh, you know, uh, binging Tiger King or whatever these, whatever shows are coming out. Um, hot to hand, too hot to handle. I don't, I don't even know what's happening. Did you but, watch um, it? Did you watch it? No, no, I didn't watch it. Is that the Shomer Nagia show? Yeah, it's so funny. Me and my sisters are watching it. Uh, and it's so dumb. I mean... I don't know if you saw Love is Blind, but no. it's worse than that. And that one was pretty bad. It's like, mm. it's from Nagia, but not for very long. Like the first episode, you're yeah. like, finally, homage to uh, what Jews feel guilty for, etc. But um, they like get to kiss like literally the second episode. No, you spoiled it. Yeah, I mean, they also break the rules. It's different. But the whole the whole thing, it's like. It's just trash. It's just pure trash. All right, I'll have to check it out. Perfect. Yeah, you should check it out. (laughs) I'll check out the trash. I think I I, I see that, like, I know that you were saying it's hard to connect with people. I feel like it's it's easy because we have this icebreaker built in and we're all in a charge-up situation. We all have nothing but time and nothing but a feeling of, like, longing to connect with people, this feeling of loneliness. And I definitely could see people getting into it and talking. The truth is, though, you have to know that there's a difference between online dating and real life. And so to know not to put too much stock into these online relationships, because once you meet in person, you may meet up. And then after 15 minutes, you'll know, okay, this is going nowhere after talking like intensely and passionately for two months. So it's just important to keep in mind that whatever you're doing online, it's online. Yeah, like have a grain of salt. A lot of grains of salt, of, of any sort of paprika and pepper, a lot of grains of, of all sorts of spices. All the spices. <laughs> all the spices, all the spices. 
say, what if you're talking to someone for like, whatever, say someone started talking in the beginning of March and they really like the person they're talking for two months. Yep. Like, would you mm-hmm. say that they should like take their relationship slower or just like stop talking at some point? I just think you keep like, up the relationship, but you don't want to like, obviously you, you, you don't want to go too deep because like, I feel like there's a cap to what you can get on, uh, you know, on a long distance relationship where you're not actually going out and not doing things together and getting to really know each other. So you could still talk every day, but just, you know, maybe, maybe limit it. And then, and if, even if you're not limiting it, keep in mind that there's a good chance that this won't go anywhere once you meet up in person. But I think it, I think having someone and having hope of like, maybe actually connecting with someone in person and maybe, you know, being together with someone is a, a, feeling of hope that people can really get a lot from at this time. So I do get why all these crazy Corona crush meet you university. And I'm sure non-Jews must have tons of groups too. Right. But why are they all cropping up now? People have this feeling of loneliness and people want to connect. And I think if people do connect online, it, it will probably inspire a feeling of hope and to have someone who you could talk to. So I think it could actually really help in a time like this, but it's just important to keep in mind that's online. And once you meet up in person, it may be different. Yeah. So I kind of feel like after Pesach, we hit a new wave of the stages of grief for this time. And I just spent a lot of time this week missing friends, missing events, missing every single little thing that made up my life. Really, it breaks my heart that some of the things that I love doing the most, like going to concerts and just like, you know, Sababa-esque things and raves mm-hmm. and things that like those are going to be some of the last things that we can do um and that is just it is what it is but the beauty is that you can you can do some of these things by myself actually this past saturday night my friend hosted uh like a dance party and basically she like Mm. made like had dj sets that she like put on um and we all just danced to like the same music and at first i was like oh this is like maybe something I would do. But then Saturday night came around and I just had that like feeling that I wanted to go out and I just couldn't like a regular mm. activity. And I was like, you know what? Like I'm going to join. It's going to be fun. Like I'll get drunk by myself. I'll dance and I'll see these people on the screen. And you know, it's just, it's true. Madness has unleashed, has been unleashed. This is something that we're doing during this time. We probably won't be doing it later, but you know, we'll look back and, it was fun for the record. It really was fun. I feel like the next day I felt that like, Oh, like I did something last night. I went out, I did something and it was really nice that she did it. It was cute. Super chill. Yeah. And I'm also part of one that like a few days a week they have, they have music. Like she does it like five days or maybe it's even seven days a week. She does music. She's super fun. I did it once. I felt way too shy to dance, but I want to do it again and just not be shy. We'll see. But yeah, it's awesome. And I'm thinking of like maybe getting like a disco ball for my room, turning off the lights, like then it'll feel sick, right? And then you jump yeah. around and you have the whole, you're, you're checking out the screen and you got the crazy lights. Like I'm thinking of buying one, like Amazon still works nowadays. Let's do it. I'm, I think I'm going to join one more of those dance things and see if I can open up and see how I do. And like, if I totally can't open up, maybe the disco ball is not in my future, but if I do open up and I'm dancing and I'm feeling it, 
I may just click buy now to that disco ball and I may just have the world in my hand. Yeah. Um, I have like a favorite that's so clash question in regards okay. to dating that's that I would love to ask you. Um, yeah, you up. do you have a worst date story? Worst date? Oh, mine's pretty bad. You ready? I mean, it's it's kind of my fault. Uh, I'm going to say this one at my own expense. All right. I'm I'm ready. I'm all ears. So it was a cold winter night in New York City. I think it was like maybe, what, two and a half years ago, perhaps? Mm-hmm. One year and a half ago? I think two and a half years ago. Let's say it was a long time ago, because I would never do this again, hopefully. So I think it was one and a half, actually, because I remember I had a job where I was doing mobile therapy. I would go to families' homes, and so I would go to their house and do therapy there. It was kind of bonkers. Um, but I had a phone for that. So it was fine. I was in, we were in the date. I took her, you know, we're in a Starbucks. We we're just chatting away. We we're clicking. It was wonderful. Great. Um, I have to use the bathroom. Um, and we, we had gone downstairs. It was like a two-story Starbucks. It was a nice one. And so we went downstairs. We were like looking at some of the different items that they were selling. Fine. Um, I had to go to the bathroom. So like I had left my coat upstairs where we're sitting and I was going to come right back. No big deal. So we're downstairs. We're looking at the stuff. I go to the bathroom. I come out. I come back up and my coat is gone. Now this is a junky coat. It was like, just like, I liked having like a nondescript coat, just like not be too flashy when I'm walking around with the coat. It's just a black coat. It matches everything. Not fancy at all. Was pretty cheap, but like a winter coat, right? Okay, I think we can picture the co. I think we've gotten enough descriptions. But not nice at all. No fancy fur, nothing. Black, boring. Actually, on second thought, I think we do need a little bit more explaining. You know, I don't know how to do like a plastic, like a regular coat that you wear in the winter. Okay, okay, okay. Got it, got it. And it was, it was gone. Yeah, I don't know how to describe that fabric. It was gone, and it had both my... It, this was really bad. So I had my regular phone on me, but I had my work phone. No, I had my regular phone in it. My work phone was in my pocket. I lost my regular phone. I lost my wallet, um, which had my driver's ID. It had everything, all my stuff. It was very nerve wracking. I'd never lost my phone before. And when you lose your phone, if you haven't lost your phone yet, you or any audience member, it is like you lost the whole world. Like, you don't have, everything is attached to it. You lose all your, I lost my driver's license, everything. But in that date, we were trying to track it down. So we thought someone took it, right? Because there was like a, there was someone who was upstairs who didn't, who looked like he might be homeless, okay? Was she and watching was, your coat? You went to the bathroom, you came back, your coat was No, gone. no, we both, she, we both went, we were looking at stuff. And then she, I think I went to the bathroom, she was there still outside so he walked right by her probably wearing my coat you know <laughs> um but she was downstairs i was in the bathroom and he was upstairs stealing my coat so then i'm with her like dealing with a crazy situation where you lost everything so i'm a little bit freaking out i'm like what do i do i talk to the the person at the store to try to track down the cameras i try to go to a police nearby go to the precinct to see if that'll help we talked to a cop on the way. Basically, we had no chance. She figured out that you could do, like, find my device. This was, like, two and a half years ago. So, whatever. I didn't even know that that was a thing because I didn't have an iPhone. But it had to sit on Google also. 
So we tracked it. We tried to track it, but it was off. Um, the, the person was smart enough to turn that off. I never got the phone, but luckily nothing was stolen. You know, I closed all my account and my credit card. I had to get a new driver's license. It was a crazy situation, um, mm-hmm. but she handled it well. Like she gained a lot of points in my book because she was able to like help me out, and she was so emotionally supportive for me during such a crazy time. But that wow. is my story. Did you guys go Hopefully out? Hopefully, you understood part of it. I know I described it ridiculous. Like the coat was made of plastic, but it it's a regular coat. Nah, you good, Svi. We all have cheap coats in our closet. There's nothing to be ashamed of. Did we go out again? I think we went on one more date, um, but that was it. But that wasn't a bad date from, I guess it was a bad date from your experience, but it wasn't, it wasn't like because of her. It was like, because, you know, you were trying to be on a date and suddenly like you had a really scary thing happen. Yeah. I mean, I guess to some extent it was my fault that I left the coat there, but it was such a junky coat. And like, it's in a fit. It was like a nice Starbucks, but it was such a junky coat. Like who steals that? So yeah. So a little bit, it's my fault, but for the most part, it was just right. It was, the date was going nice and it was nice until something crazy happened. Yeah. Wow. That's pretty crappy. And I, that's pretty kvetchy. I would, I would kvetch about that. (laughs) Yeah. I kvetch. Don't worry. I kvetched my, my heart out. Anyways. I think that about sums it up. Like I have, I always have more dating questions, but I think that we got to, we got to keep it relevant. If the podcast wasn't horrible and they don't hate me, maybe you'll have me back in a few months. Maybe. Wait, you know what we didn't get? There's always more to talk about. Remember when you told me how people look like animals? It's time for you to share. Oh man, I thought you wouldn't bring that one up. Like, uh, yeah, I've mentioned that to you once and I know you said that you wanted to talk about it. So basically, I'm like looking at people and their mannerisms and the way they stand and the way their body is and the way their faces, for the most part, they look like animals sometimes. It depends, right? People think I'm crazy for this, but then other people think I'm a genius for this. So so bear with me, people who are are listening to this podcast, okay? Just go ahead and Google Justin Timberlake. I'm doing it right now, okay? My fingers are type, type, typing up Justin Timberlake. Then click on the images button. Look at his face. Tell me he doesn't look a little like a hawk. The way the nose is, the way the 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 chin pops out. If you agree with me, I'm not crazy. If you disagree with me, apparently I'm crazy. But some people, they just look like animals. I think- Great comparison. I'm just curious, like when you're dating girls on dates, do you like look at them and think like, damn, you look like well, a deer? I definitely an never would ever say anything to anyone, right? Especially a girl I'm dating. Would never say it. But do I think it? Usually not. Usually not. Um, usually not. Yeah. But sometimes, it- usually also one-on-one, I'm not thinking, are you an animal? Because I'm busy actually like interacting with them and talking to them and getting to know them. But okay. it's usually like when I'm watching other people or I'm bored and I'm like, wait, that person looks a little bit like a chicken. Hmm. So it's like a random light bulb yeah. moment. Like it's not like when they're talking, like when they're talking, you're listening, you're not focusing on that. And my follow-up question is yeah. if yeah. you see a group of people, do they, do you ever group them into like tribes of ant? Like never, like never, never. I've never grouped. Because each person is their own person. I've never been in the vicinity of two people who appeared like one animal, you know? 
And also, no. it's not like a thing. I'm not like looking at people and saying, animal, animal, animal. It's like once in a while, one out of 10 or 100 people, I'll say, bing, light bulb moment. moment. Is that a zebra? Okay. That's much more normal. I was imagining that you look out, you go outside, drinking nah. coffee, and like you're in a jungle. Nah. <laughs> nope. No jungles here. No tiger kings here. Uh, Circling back. Hey. Anyways, Sweet, thank you so much for being on the podcast. If we wanted to reach you, how would you best be reached? Sure. So um, I'm mostly on Facebook. I don't use other social media that much, but I would not mind a follow if anyone wants to see what uh, what's going on. Um, but on Facebook, I'm Svi Steve Zookier. So it's Svi with a T-Z. So it's Svi Steve Zookier. Um, and that's Z-U-C-K-I-E-R. <laughs> I feel like I'm on an infomercial. And then, um, and, then, and then on Instagram and Twitter, which I definitely need to put more posts up, but um, it's vibesgood underscore 24-7 on both Insta and Twitter. Cool. I don't think I follow you on Instagram, so I'm going to go do that. And throw then me, throw me a follow. Yeah. Yeah, I'll throw yeah. you a follow. Yeah, and um, if anyone has any shiduchim, uh, you know, it is, a, it is a Jewish dating podcast, and I'm definitely single, so if anyone has any, you know, recommendations of girls, any, uh, any yes. shidduch ideas, Please feel free to shoot me a message or Rebecca, and I'm not going to fetch for anything, but if you fetch me someone, I'm not going to turn it down. No, and in the words of the Meet You Facebook group, this guy is a total gem, just charming, and treats women well, and just, he's not going to be here for too long, he's going to be snatched. I, I appreciate it, I love that you sent some social media sparkles. Glitter. glitters at me but um hopefully it's it's yeah Don't hopefully long. it's all true what this offer won't last yes this offer will not last this is an expiring <laughs> offer get it get it now it's on sale during during corona <laughs> special discount and, yes and just if anyone's wondering i'm modern orthodox but a little more on the chill side but like modern orthodox religious so come at me come at you okay great lovely yeah. now now the girls will start lovely. coming and <laughs> wonderful lovely anyways, anyways the jokes just went downhill from there so i will spare you but thank you Tzvi, so much for joining us on the podcast chatting having fun and i wish you all a wonderful shabbos with challah dips good people a relaxing time and may we all heal and go through this together bye